yeah, ho, 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 Aha. eyes to see everybody. It's time for Geeks' holiday special with Ed and Sean. It, 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 it's time for Geeks' get to the icicles. I want to be episode 350 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ted. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> I, I get to the sleigh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the, I guess, the holiday special of Geeksters, <laughs> apparently. Um, so how it's shaking? What's new? Uh, you know, I, 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 it's been preparing for the Christmas season, so it's... Bah kind of, humbug. Fuck, exactly. Fuck that. <laughs> um... But uh, in retrospect, uh, we did see something on Thursday. What day is it? <laughs> today today is Sunday. Thursday. We, uh, yeah, I we... did come over Thursday. We, uh, whew, yeah, it was going to be one thing, and then it spun out and <laughs> went to another. <laughs> we were going to watch Robin Hood, the, the new one with Jamie Foxx and uh, Taggart Egerton. Yeah, something like uh, that. And then we wound up watching the Video Game Awards instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hey, this is streaming live. Want to watch it? Okay. <laughs> Three, and two and hours later, that was the thing. It was, it was, it's kind of like the Oscars. It ran long, and yeah. you know, and you weren't really you're disappointed at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, okay. Um, but it, it was interesting because I think it's like the future of of what television is. We we were streaming it on YouTube, right? Twitch had it. You could watch right. it there. There was a few other places you could found yeah. found it on if you you know you searched on Google and where where it was. But since I have a Roku, we were able to stream it on our the YouTube, watch it on my big television. And it was it was fascinating. I enjoyed it, and I was it was good to see a lot of trailers. It was basically like, hey, here's an award that you know, no one. We, hey, by the way, we're announcing awards for this, 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 and this. These people won, and now a word from our sponsor. Yeah, like and now here's a world premiere trailer. <laughs> it's like all these world premiere trailers. Like, kind of it world premiere, world premiere. I'm like, I'm like aren't they all world premiere at this point? Because yeah. like you know. Because uh, it's not like this is something that that that, that dropped last week. You know, right. we're showing out like nobody cares. But it was it was interesting because you got to see what twenty twenty is kind of kind of be like in a way, like the landscape of, of what's going to come. And I think a lot of stuff that you see now, you're going to see an E three coming right. up in a, in a few months or whatever it is. Oh uh, yeah, I like, think June, June, June. All right, so yeah, in about six, well, six months. months from now. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's it's the rotation of. Uh... Hey, so, this one's coming out. So it's you know it was like I I like I said I I, I recommend it. It's probably on YouTube now. You could probably right. watch it. You know, it's, yeah. it's like three hours long though. So you know, it, and it's like you don't know where the commercials land. There's like very few commercials, right? Because there was no real commercial. It was more like a hey, and now a word from this person. I mean, I mean, this did this Jeff Keeley that runs it. He was the guy. If, if anybody doesn't remember, you have to go in the wayback machine. <laughs> he was in. A, he was a host of a show called X X Play Live. Okay. Or G4 Live. I'm sorry. No, G4 okay. Live. That was the show. G4 Live was on a, on a station called G4, which was a video game. Which we spoke about. We talked about last week, actually. Last we, episode. Did we? About the documentary in That's G4. right. We did. So if you don't know what we're talking about, check that out. <laughs> last, last week's episode, episode 349. This is episode 350. Did I do that? Yes, I don't I did. know. Yeah, 350. 350. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, definitely check that out. But, that like, if G4 was a show that you watch. And he was – it was like a live talk show. And he, right. would, he would take callers and there was two other hosts. And they would talk about what was going – trending in the video game and all that time. So he ended up disappearing. I think the show got dropped because of – did you fart again? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was in a rush. I got gassy. <laughs> so, I'm excited. It's a holiday spirit. It gets me all bubbly. 
<laughs> so anyways, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that I'm holding my nose. Uh, so he he his radio his show got dropped because of the whole transformation, right, yeah. <laughs> and he ended up going to Spike TV doing like video game awards for them for a while. Like you right. see him once in a right, while, right? Right, the VGA awards or right. something. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like that got disappeared because Spike disappeared. Right. <laughs> and then like he's floating around, but he organized this, and it was like you could tell like one person organized. It. Yeah, it was, it's, it's it was his fifth year for this award show. Yeah, and, and it was like, kind of a mess, but. It was it was interesting to watch because I said there was a lot of trailers, a lot of interesting video yeah, games. You got to see what the Xbox One X Series X is going to look like for holiday. <sighs> I I don't know. Okay, what did you think, Ed, as a gamer? I think it looks terrible, but you know, I I, I don't see discs. I and concur, I, and I mean, I mean, I think. I think that's still going to be a problem in this day and age. Like, I, well, I it has a disc drive. It does. Yeah, I, it I did. see it. Yeah, because here's why. Because you know why? Because it was standing like a monolith from 2001 in Space Odyssey. So it should be on its side. It should then. be on its side because if you looked, it's standing up and down. There's a slit going up and down, and that's where the disc is. That's where the disc drive is. The problem is, is that when you when you have a disc drive going vertically instead of horizontally, it causes the, the disc to bounce in the tray, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of how tight that suction is getting pulled in. Yeah. It's still sitting in a, in a spinning tray. Right. So it's gonna uh, the vibration is going to make it bounce, which has the ability to maybe the laser to cut into the disc. So you're supposed to have disc drives. <laughs> <laughs> is it just hitting your head? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> It's supposed to be on horizontally, so that way it's more of a it's it's a more natural spinning rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like all the models that all the photos they have, they have it standing straight up and down. Which again, it's 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 looks like a monolith, a black uh, stand. And, and I mean, I'm, that I was way waiting it, for monkeys to be there going ah, ah, slamming thigh bones down on the ground. I I, I I do think it was aesthetically pleasing to look at as it was standing up that way. Like, that's why I think they did it. Right. Yeah, they did it for the Xbox One. They did it for the Xbox One X. It seems to be their modus operandi. It's like, well, why not just build it so it's supposed to be standing up? Who well, no, it's not. It looks just looks better this way. but i mean because it was all black it was all that sheet black and but that's the same like it was just a picture see that's the thing like a lot of the footage that we were seeing on this game show of the show is like is this cut footage right well now nowadays if you watch trailers they remember in-game footage or a combination because they have to right because if not some in this day and age like i'm gonna sue you guys because that constantly makes it look gorgeous and then when i get to like eight bit characters right <laughs> and that's 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 what kind of like used to it you know right and like the final fantasy effect i, I called it <laughs> yes and then that's that's the kind of the thing i'm like i'm like what, what is it gonna look like now of course i mean i know technology things have vastly improved sure but like some of the stuff i've seen and like now like like still like some of the and playing the play part right. of it versus the the cutscenes are completely different. It looks good, but it right. doesn't look as good, like, right. like you know, as the as the cutscenes do. So I mean, they still, still a lot of the technology still has to be caught up. So I mean, is, is this the generation that's going to do it? Maybe, I mean, I like I said, visually, I'm like, all right, I, I saw it, and I'm like, all right, twenty holiday, twenty twenty, just right around the corner. It's only a year away, folks. <laughs> We'll find out the price point probably in June and E3, like what's it going to cost. It's going to be like a $500 system. It's got to have to be, you know, at least 500 bucks. I think it's going to be more. 
You do? I think it's gonna be like six fifty. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Microsoft. I, th- can... I think they got the balls to do it. I don't know. If, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Because I just, kinda... I, I think there's gonna be a price slash after the fact. Sure, like by Christmas time, hey, you can get a hundred dollars off. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. And and you know, we saw a trailer for a game, and it just says PlayStation Five, so it's obviously a launch title. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. You're not gonna show the system. But here's a game for Godfall. I think it was. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, here's your game for the PS5. It looked great and all. What about the system look like? Oh, we don't know what time. We're not telling you. Not yet. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, like Xbox will Microsoft will always bring be first out of the gate. They will sure. always they will always sure. show it off. Like this was it. This is their their time to show it off. Like this is their first chance to show a picture of it. They're all like, like hey, look at us. What are you guys gonna call it? The X seven twenty? Because that's what you're supposed to call it, the Xbox One. No, no. The Xbox One Series X. <sighs> Why does it look like a letter I? <laughs> What's it saying? It came it up on the like screen, one. and I'm saying to Sean, is it X or 10? Like, yeah, I know. So I'm like, could go either way. Series 10. We tried 10 times to think about the best name for this one, and this is all we can think of. <laughs> you should see, you should see the other pieces of crap that we <laughs> the game we came away. Uh, but you know, it was it was interesting. Like I said, I recommend it if you find a new. So I'm sure it's on YouTube. They yeah, I'm sure you can videos. find bits and pieces of trailers that were played. But if you want to watch the actual train wreck that was the actual show, go ahead. Because I thought the guy was like um, he was kind of all over the place. Happy to be there, obviously. Um, so there was some good entertainment as far as like, you know. Um, Green, Green Day, Day was, was, playing, was yeah. nice. Uh, Norman Reedus was there uh, to you know promote. Um, the best action game. I was surprised Death Stranding didn't win Game of the Year. It went to um, Disco Elysium, yeah, uh, which was like an indie title, which was surprising because it was up against Outer Worlds, Death Stranding. It was, it was, it was like, huh, what's this little known game? It's you know, who'd they pay off? <laughs> you know, like what's really going on here? Who owns that company behind closed doors to make them to win that game? Um. I you know, but again, it makes me go okay. Well, maybe I will have to look into that game because who knows? Maybe it might be worth something. Last year's game of the year, I think, was God of War. Yeah. So, all right, good on that. It might be something to it, you know. Sure. Um, speaking of games, I got my bridge, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. For those people who don't know, Death Stranding. Um, I have the I, I played. I got it this week. I was playing it this week. Okay. Um, How was it? It's confusing, Ed. It's confusing. It looks confusing. I'm, I'm going to try to try. I'm going to try to do my best here to explain the idea of the game. Okay. Uh, oh, so strap in. It's FedEx the video game. <laughs> FedEx the video game. <laughs> or Cable Guy the video game. Okay. Because here's what happens, Ed. The Earth has um, America has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. All right. And for whatever reason, I have yet to find out what's caused that. I don't know if I ever will. Your job is Sam Bridges. Um, your job, you're a basically a postal guy. You're a courier, um, messenger boy, so to speak, right? So it's like Kevin Costner, the movie The Postman, right? Okay, sure. Um, or yes, kind of sure. And he is um, tasked with rebuilding America through these things called strands. Mm-hmm. He's he basically he's hooking all these towns up to the internet. Basically, okay. All right, so they all can be linked together, and with link and communication, they become whole again in a mm. way. So they, be, they feel not as isolated, and it's about joining people together. Okay, you know. 
So on your trek, in the very beginning of the game, you have like a nice little truck motorcycle type thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool, but of course, you know, you can't have that right out the gate. So I'm doing a lot of walking. <laughs> a lot of walking with this thing on your back. Okay. Which, you know, it's it's designed almost like an exoskeleton that you can put stuff in there, but you can only carry so much weight. Mm. Um, but also, you can also use your, your, your hands. You know, you can carry, you know, so you technically you could have a backpack and two things in your hands to walk. Like two suitcases and a backpack. Right. Okay. Two, ter- two big suitcases and a backpack. I'm trying to get two turntables on the microphone and it didn't work. Anyway, but... Uh, so now you first start off, you're like, okay, this is kind of easy, because they, they, they easy into it. So you're like, you're walking. I'm walking. Yes, indeed, I'm walking. Um, and then they're like, okay, well, when the terrain gets rough, you have to kind of make sure you don't lose your balance, because if you start to lose your balance one way, you have to compensate by hitting, you know, like if you're leaning more towards the left, you got to hit the right button, hold the right button. Mm. Leaning too much to the right, you hold the left button, so to speak. Or there's sometimes where you're walking downhill you have to press both the left and right button to kind of keep yourself steady like you know for those people who have walked down hills you know how your body kind of has to like lean back so you don't like lean forward and tumble mm-hmm. you kind of have to do that or when you're walking uphill you kind of lean forward to kind of walk up those hills okay so if not you can lose your footage fall or you know and then there's some you have to climb but you also have a ladder that you can pop open um and and use or um <laughs> These tethers, you know, that you can like, like rock climbing things. Yeah. Thing then the rope so you can climb down stuff like rock faces or a steep hill. Okay. You know, especially if there's like a lot of wind or something like that. Okay. This is where now this is where the game gets strange. You're like, so far it seems kind of boring. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So now what happens is apparently there is a another world um, during this this catastrophe. There is another world that is teetered between life and death. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, these things are called BTs, beach things, that you can't really see, but they only kind of come out when it rains. Mm-hmm. So when it rains, it's not actual rain; it's called time falls. Because what happens is, in that rain, has the ability to speed up time. So, like if uh, let's say a drop of that rain hits your forehead, your forehead in that spot will instantly get older. Okay. Okay, and that over time, you will eventually get old. Like, um, or if let's say I have a piece of cargo out in the rain, over time it'll rust, it'll deteriorate, and it'll get destroyed. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you have to actually kind of get from point A to point B. Well, every occasion you might have to walk through this rain. Now you have this slicker that kind of protects you from it, mm-hmm. you know, but not your cargo because it's strapped to your back. So you kind of have to make sure it, it deteriorates slowly over time. So a lot of your your missions are like, hey, make sure it gets there, you know, without being fifty percent destroyed. That means don't get caught in the rain too long, don't fall, don't you know, don't tumble, don't get into any accidents. Because if it, if that cargo gets destroyed, you get penalized for it. It's like, hey, this package came in broken. I want my money back, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're going, and for whatever reason, Sam has this ability. Sam is Marita's character mm-hmm. has the ability to kind of force sense these things, these BTS. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so he's kind of a little Force-sensitive to it, so he can kind of Maneuver because he's got this little um, Like, if you ever seen the commercial He's got like this little Sonar thing attached mm-hmm. to his shoulder mm-hmm. That when he's close to a BT It kind of opens a closed real fast, it goes yeah. And then you can kind of like scan You might see, be able to see it out of the corner of your eye This black Like figure floating in the air With, looks like an umbilical cord 
just kind of floating there. All right. But if it senses you, it'll start coming towards you. And for whatever reason, they don't use their feet. They use their hands, like big giant handprints. Like, poof, poof, poof. And if you they grab you, they drag you, and you get caught between the two worlds, mostly on their side, and you mm-hmm. have to kind of run away to get there. Or use your pee, bo- your pee and poo bombs. Because apparently, Sam's blood has the ability, because he's so sensitive to these BTs, that they are re- they react to his pee-pees and poo-poos. Like, you can actually get <laughs> okay. a jar of pee-pee and throw it at them, and it hurts them. And you're like, really? Okay. <laughs> like, like, okay. So you can be like an um, orangutan and you're like, like, throw yeah, your like, feces yeah, like, at them. <laughs> <laughs> it makes, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess if, if you got hit with someone else's pee, you'd be kind of freaked out and you'd yeah. run, you know, get away from them. So his job is to, to, to basically link the America back together again while basically going, hey, Ed, you're here. We want you to take this package and set up the network over there. And while you're there, hey, don't forget, like you can do like little mini jobs because you got there's packages that people have lost or dropped that you can pick up and take with you. So that way you can finish some supply runs and stuff. That's completely up to you. You know, but since mm-hmm. you're walking there, if you see something on the ground, it's a package, pick it up and take it with you. You know, it's the right thing to do. It's the nice thing to do, right? <laughs> so you're like, uh, okay, so you really are the UPS guy. Or you're a delivery boy. You're a delivery boy. You're Philip J. Fry. Yeah, <laughs> Philip J. Fry. Oh, my God, you're exactly right. You're Philip J. Fry, a delivery guy. <laughs> so you're like, uh, I'm like, all right, fine. Now you're wondering, but Sean, I've seen this. Futurama, by the way, for that right. reference. I've seen this baby in a jar. Yeah. Well, this baby in a jar apparently is a bridge baby, and that bridge baby is supposed to help people see the BTs. Like it, it because that baby is from the womb of a brain dead mother. Okay. Okay. So that baby is has the ability to see between worlds, okay. between life and death. So it's apparently hooked up to you, and that you have you can kind of it's it's it helps your force sensitivity. To see these BTs even better. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. You know, and there's like you got a crouch and you can hold your breath. You know, and then you have these. You know, you have stamina, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm kind of with it. So right now, and every connection that you make, you get perks. You get okay. Well, now that you link these two towns together, you can um, get these supplies. And with these supplies, you now can 3D print like you can repair roads, you can do bridges, you mm-hmm. can now like I just got. Um, before I left, some generators that I can now use. They're solar generators, and I can now use to power the motorcycle that's out in front of this place that I couldn't use before because it was out of powder, power. Mm. Now I have the ability to to do that, so now I can carry more stuff with me or get to places faster. Okay, it's a lot to take in. I know. Um, where it gets weird is the fact, or, 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 or wait, it, wait, it gets it's weirder. Weird. It, well, here's the problem I have sometimes is that while I'm walking, I'll a lot of times, and it's a visual joke, but sometimes I'll start walking, and I'll get thrown off balance because if you turn too fast, the the shift in weight happens, and you kind of start walking a little bit to the left. You're like, oh, gotta push to the right, and you overcompensate. You come over this way, you're like, oh, like, so you're, you're constantly like, if it's rainy, you're kind of like going back and forth like this. You're like, oh, ha, 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 ha. and then. When you try to get in the water, you're like, if you hit a bad patch and your stamina runs, you get pushed down river. You're like, so it's, it's this constant balancing act of like, how, like, okay, well, I got to get this package, it's packages, 
because you can't you don't have a bottomless well of a backpack you have right. like if you want to bring a ladder it's you have to either carry it by hand or have it strapped to your back so I, there's moments where I'm walking and I got all these things like on my arms on my legs on my back and I'm like oh my you got the baby on my chest this thing stacked up like super high and I'm like oh, like you just he, he just looks ridiculous <laughs> And a part of me is like, oh my god, how much more do I have to do this for? Because I want now. It's like I need, I need a car. Like I need <laughs> to really work to get that energy stuff going, so I can actually drive. Because I might be able to actually do better runs and better runs. And I'm like, I get the concept of it, but a part of me is like, there's a lot of nothing. It's a lot of walking, and it's a lot of oh, it's raining. Quick hide or quick find cover or quick, right. you know, you got to hustle and and then there's. Because it's it's kind of sort of an online game, other people are also playing the game with you. And I think that so many people are on the same server at the same time. Like maybe maybe like fifty people. Mm. So these fifty people, like today I was like if I hit a button and I kinda of count, hey there. Sometimes I would get a hi back. Like <laughs> it was like, Oh, okay, because there's somebody else on that server at that time. Right. And then while you're walking around, anybody who does something, like if someone leads a ladder, you can leave them a like. Like like in Facebook. Yeah. Hey, I like what you did. Thanks. And then you get points and how well you how well you get ratings. You know, like, okay, well, clearly you did this in a timely fashion. This was the path you were supposed to take, but you shaved some time off because you took an alternate route that This al- Amazon seller did well. Yes. Got the package yes, it's like- to be in a proper <laughs> amount of time after I purchased it. Yes, and it came in under, you know, in a, in a quick amount of time. It came in with not much damage. So you get like 300 likes, and then you have a five-star rating that you can get up to. Like I'm right now, I think I'm like almost at a four-star, and I'm like, yeah, that's right, four-star rating. What's up? Like, but in the meantime, I'm like, hey, I walked a lot. Like, and it kind he has of, 97% positive view, positive right. feedback. It's like, it's like, well, I want people to like me, so I got to do a good job. But it's also very, like, for a game that feels like it's a lot of walking, I think I'm waiting, and I'm always on edge when I'm walking. I'm like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Because if you fall, you, your your packages get damaged a little bit, not not overly broken, but you're like, no, I want to make sure the perfect. Like I had like two percent, and I'm like, man, two percent damage that sucks. You know why? Because I slipped and fell, dude. Because I was too, leaning too far to the left, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> it's, and like um, and then through the course of these connections, it unfolds like. There's like um I haven't looked, but it was like I got some audio files and some video files, I guess, to kinda paint the picture of the world. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Okay, so what am I supposed to do? Like right now I feel like I'm just walking. You know, and um it's like whew, I need like a side gig. You know, it's <laughs> like I feel like I'm I'm done Jedi. I'm like I'm done all my games, so I'm like, I don't I don't know what to do because like, this game's interesting, but I don't know if it's gonna be Long period, interesting, right? Like I can okay, like I might be able to play for like an hour, maybe, maybe two tops before I go. What's on TV, you know, <laughs> or what else I got? So I was, it was, it's, it's, it's an interesting game, but I think you have to really like Hajito can him the guy who created it. Yeah. I can never pronounce his name, and I'm not, I'm not going to mumble my way through it. Um, <laughs> He and it's like, all right, um, you either think you either like it or you hate it. Um, or people like me and like my coworker was like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm playing it, 
I'm doing it. Like it's just like <laughs> I'm in it. I'm 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 okay. Like, where's this package gotta go? Okay, let me go. Like, start walking. Just click, 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 click. You know, and then you can kind of build roads, build bridges. Like I built a, I built a, um, I finished a road of some sort, and I got like logged in today. Mm. A bunch of people gave me a bunch of likes. Like, hey, good job, good job doing this. Like, thanks a lot, thanks a lot. And I was like, oh, people like me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's that's stranding. Do I, would I recommend it? I don't know. I would have to know you on a personal level because <laughs> I feel like if, it's a, if a stranger walked up to me, I'd be like, look, I don't know you. If you're into this kind of stuff, then you'll probably like, if you like the Metal Gear Solid games, it's a little different, but it's by the same guy. So I, you might like it. Mm. If it ain't your, if it ain't your bag, stay as far away from it as you possibly can. Cause you're just going to get frustrated. Or if you can buy it, find it used, <laughs> yeah. buy it used. Don't buy it new. Cause you get disappointed. Cause you'll be like, I don't know what's going on. Neither do I. I just know that I, I got to take this package from point A to point B and don't get caught in the rain. <laughs> so, man, it's, it's, it's pretty much, you know, death stranding in a, in a nutshell. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Ed? Uh, Any gaming? No, 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 no. I got, um, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being summoned on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, uh, to do a quizzo. For Star Wars. Oh, okay. So, so they're like, we know nothing about Star Wars. Who does? Ed. Let's call him. Yeah. Gotcha. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do. You know, I came in second in another quiz thing. That is I, there money involved? There's like, yeah, there's prizes, but I don't think it's cash. Okay. You know, type of thing. I might like gift cards to stop, and you okay. know, so it's like kind of cash, but gotcha. You know, but uh, you know, I'll I'll parlay my knowledge very, very very little knowledge of star wars to it maybe a win i don't know like i said i came in a second and another one uh a couple years ago so or a few years ago now right so, need, i need to redeem myself <laughs> speaking of star wars you watching mandalorian i'm an episode behind really okay yeah. i watched my episode last night when i got home from work so I might be doing it tonight after the show. I might be doing that uh, thing. So. It, it's funny to see, like in this past episode, without spoiling it, that there seems to be the more episodes you get in, the less I know what the fuck's going on, and the more cameos that are in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I know that guy, I know that guy, I know that woman. I know all these secondary characters who are probably going to be on it for one episode. you know. And you're like, all right. It's like, hey, Spoiler, Bill Burr, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, hey, I know that guy. Or, I know that voice. That must be so-and-so. I know that vo- Oh, okay. And you're like, all right. But then it doesn't really tell you, like, I get it. It's old school Western. It's it's Western meets Kung Fu, which is basically a Western. Mm. Guy goes from job to job while there's an overarching thing going on about, you know, him and the baby. Yeah. You know, him and the child. So you're like, okay, well, when are you going to get back to that? Like, who's... Like, who's the kid? Why did the Why does the Empire want them? Right. Like, like what's going on? Yeah, like what's 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 the you know final right? Plot? Like it's it's great. The first couple episodes, Baby Yoda is adorable, cute. Yeah, very adorable. Everyone wants one. Put him in your pocket. Take it home. Who the fuck is he? <laughs> what the fuck's the purpose? Why does the Empire want him or the ex Empire? Because they're all supposed to be gone. Right. The Empire's fallen. Right. The Empire has fallen. So why do they want the kid? For what reason and why? Like, there's no, there's no dun dun dun. This right. is the reason why I'm doing it, Mandalorian. <laughs> right. And you're like, okay, it's kind of like, all right. Well, now we're six episodes in, and I think there's what ten, eight, 
eight episodes. Yeah, it's gonna end like in a couple few weeks. Because here's the thing: like next this week is gonna be on a Wednesday, right? It's because they don't want people going. Hey, no one's gonna watch because they're gonna be going to see Star the. Why should they ever heard there's a tie-in between really? this episode and Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie? So that's probably reason why they're releasing. Oh, okay, it's a kind of Wednesday. Give people that yeah. whole like they're probably just saying that because they're like, look, Jedi comes out, uh, Skywalker comes out Thursday. Normally we have an episode on Friday, but viewership's probably going to be down because everyone's hopefully going to go to the movies. Or what we'll do is we'll put a little teaser in this episode, do it on a Wednesday to make everyone go, well, now I got to go to the movies to see what's going on? <laughs> like, uh, I, I think I think it's one of those things where it's like you really don't know if it's just like a little extra or right. something to give, like a, you know, like... like hey, some, here's a special little clip, you yeah. know, about the Rise of Skywalker. Like, all right, yeah. right before the, or right at the end of the episode. Tune in for a special sneak peek of Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. It was like the European trailer or something like that, yeah. right? Where it's a clip everyone's I've already seen online. Yeah, <laughs> like oh yay! Look, it's Kylo Ren and the Palp- Emperor Palpatine, or just Palpatine now. Just call him Palp. Palp. <laughs> just call me Palp. Ah! <laughs> That's my Emperor voice. Ah, just call me Palp. <laughs> I know. I had the whole empire. I had them all under my thumb. Ah. Then Vader came along and just grabbed me and threw me over down a well. Say ah, la vie, as they say. Then next thing you know, things shit blows up. I don't know what I'm doing here. Ah. That is terrible. <laughs> Call me Palp. I'm your bold pal, Palp. That's it. Kylo, come on in. Sit on your uncle's lap. <laughs> <laughs> your old uncle Palpatine. You know, I knew your I knew your uncle, your great uncle. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I knew your great grandfather. Is it? No, wait. It's, it's it's the Anakin is the father of Leia who had a kid, so it'd be grandpa. I'm your I was best friends with your grandpa Vader. I mean Anakin. We used to traipse around the galaxy. We were trying to find the secret of life and death. And next thing you know, a bastard throws me over a big thing, and I thought I was dead. Next thing you know, episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> Took them whole five movies where they decided to bring me back. Yep. Boy, I got some stories. The things I've seen. You know what I saw? A lot of blackness. Because I didn't know I was out of a job. And then next thing you know, you decide to take up the mantle of Supreme Leader. Because, Snoke, what's going on with that guy? I leave him in charge. Next thing you know, he gets killed. <laughs> you know? I was like, Snoke, buddy, pal, chum. What's up? <laughs> he, he's now he's half the man he used to be. <laughs> Your dad liked that joke, too. <laughs> Your grandpa liked that joke. <laughs> Just, you know, you remember what I used to do when I used to get grandpa mad? <laughs> you know, he used to say, I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> Hated that. <laughs> Hated when I said that. Ugh. Anyway, Kylo, Cairo. Might have to call you K. <laughs> uh, anyway, may the shorts be with you. <laughs> uh, by the way, I guess um, next time we have a show, we'll probably have reviews. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing it Thursday. I'm seeing it Thursday. Right? Yeah. We're not together, but no. we're going. I'm going uh, local. You're not going local. You're kind of going out of town. Yeah, well, it's up. It's out of the city, but right. uh, yeah, but it's not. It's like like another twenty minutes away. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. So 
So yeah. hopefully we'll have, you know, hopefully they get, and I thought it was great. Oh, Sean, I thought it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm, 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 I'm scared of this one. I really am. Really? You know, because it's just like, it's going to end everything. And I'm like, and they're like, it's going to wrap up, like, oh, answer a lot of questions. And I'm like, I, is it? You know, like, is it? I, I'm like, I think there's going to be more questions I'm going to have asked after the fact. But well, what about this? Are they going to answer this? <laughs> Who was Snoke? Who's her parents? Why did Luke do what he did? And J.J. Abrams like, don't worry, I got it. Yeah. I got it. You know, it's, all, it's all taken care of. Don't react. Trust me. I, I, I had a couple conferences, talked to a few people in charge. I got this. Look, Millennium Falcon. You know what? <laughs> hey, look, Lando, everybody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're dusting him off. Yep. Just polish him off a little bit. Give him the fa- you know, over my dead body. <laughs> it's me, Lando. Smoothest <laughs> criminal of the galaxy. <laughs> hey, Chewie. <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm 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 a little nervous too i mean it's been what uh almost 50 years for 40 years 42 years 42 77 and oh. 19 42 years yeah. yeah wow and it all ends well i mean this this story ends you know star wars will still live on in the form of comic books and cartoons and you just won't see a name Skywalker for a while. That's fine. I'll be honest. I'm I'm done with the names. I, you know what? I gotta be honest. I look. If we're gonna be full disclosure, I, as when you're a kid and you have the three, the three become very precious to you. Yeah, and they become a part of your your, your lexicon and your your. It becomes part of the world. Yeah, you know, everyone knows dark side, light side. Use the force, Luke. I'm your father. Like it was a generational thing. Then the, the prequels come out. You're like, all right, you know what? Fine, whatever it is, what it is, and then like I'm it, number nine, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm done. <laughs> like I'm, like I'm okay with doing like the Mandalorian. I'm okay with like Rogue One. Like you know what? I'm also like, don't make more, mo- don't make any Star Wars adjacent titles. Right. Like I don't need Han Solo the Solo movie part Sequel. two. I don't. You know, because I was like, well, enjoyable it was, what? <laughs> I want to see a sequel. I really do, because I'm, I'm kind of curious, like... Well, because they bring in, spoiler, Darth Maul, and you're like, okay, well, how's that going to tie in? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I'm okay with seeing a sequel, but I also don't want it to be like, hey, remember that guy on Tatooine who bumped into Luke? What's his story? <laughs> you know, you're like, I, no one cares. <laughs> The like, guy that turned down the job to, yeah. to take uh, Obi Wan and and uh, Luke to uh, Alderaan. What was his story? The guy who was wanted in twelve on twelve systems. Yeah, sure, he's armless now, but maybe he's did he turn his life around? I need to know <laughs> the, the his story. Like, come on, I I need to know that. Hammerhead is he okay? <laughs> you know what happened to R five D four? Did he ever get fixed? <laughs> no, like, is he fine living happy? Did he, did he finally get motivator? Yeah. Did he get that motivator that he was always looking for? Did he lack motivation? Yeah. You know, so, like, <laughs> hey, maybe did, did it, something happen to him? Did, this, did the same people learn how to walk side by side and not have their numbers? <laughs> like, you know, I'm kind of curious. Like, I'm, no, I don't want any of that, Ed. None of that. Give me the, hey, this is in the universe. Like, the Mandalorian. I feel like the Mandalorian... Kinda. I would I would like to see more like that kind of stuff, but like like there was a there was a character there was a couple characters in Clone Wars that I would like to see more of Cad Bane for once. 
Yeah, he was yeah, a he was yeah. a bounty hunter that I really liked. I thought he was a great bounty hunter through the series, and I liked liked this character. Okay, so then, what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna entertain this thought. You are only an episode behind. Yeah. So last episode ended with a pair of boots looking at a dead body. Yeah. Okay. The internet is all a, a Twitter, you might say, with the assumption of who that person is. They think it's. They probably think thought it was uh, Boba Fett. Some people say it's Boba Fett. Some people think it's that Cade guy, uh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yeah. So there, it's like it's like. Uh, a, it's not Cad Bane. I don't think it's Boba Fett either. I don't think it's either because even John, like, I, they're like, well, they're on Tatooine. Tatooine's where the Sarlacc pit was. That's where we last saw Boba Fett. It's got to be Boba Fett. No, it doesn't have to be Boba Man. Fett. It could be you know a better or another Mandalorian who's after him. It doesn't have to be Boba Fett. Boba Fett. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. And the problem I'm having with the special guest stars, like if they're going to be on a poster, they should be in it for more than one episode. True. <laughs> I just think I think I think it's I think this is this is the series you're going to get a lot of one offs. Okay. And then the, they're, they're, those stories are going to expand. As the next series goes on, like season two, you know, comes right. out, you're going to get more of those characters in an uh, like a, another arc. You and know I, what I'm saying, I, like, I, would, I would like to see them kind of stick with like an overall like one tier arc, and to maybe make the episodes about the same in length. Because I don't like when an episode's like 50 minutes, and then the next episode's like 32. <laughs> it's like you couldn't have squeezed in 20 minutes more information. Yeah, like just. Just a little bit more. Like, can you just kind of round it out to like 45? Like a nice 45, just in case you want to put it on freeform. Because there's no cursing. You own a couple cable networks. If you need to throw in cartoon, I mean, if you need to throw in like legitimate commercials on your other channels, make it 42 minutes long. How's yeah, that? Yeah. You know, stick a nice at 45. Just get 45 minutes in. That's all I'm asking. Ain't much. Standard. Standardize this shit. I don't need, like, oh, my God, this episode's it's an hour long. Baby Yoda, he's so cute. Oh, my God, Mandalorian's kicking ass and taking names. This is awesome. Next episode. Oh, wait. I just finished my snack, and the episode's over. <laughs> I still haven't finished my bowl of popcorn. Yeah, yeah, like, what the hell? Like, I blink, and it's over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, Baby Yoda's cute, but what happened? <laughs> like, I got to wait a week for this? This was a space fight, and that was it. Even though I, I do have to say that I'm enjoying it highly. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the series. I'm not complaining about the quality, the the quantity of the episode, the quality of the episode. I'm, I'm complaining about the quantity. quantity yeah, like I, I, I want more. You're right. I, mean, I do I want. I would like an like an episode of like a nice average length, not like well, we're kind of telling. I mean, I like. I appreciate the fact that you have the ability to do whatever story you like. But I kind of also like just a little normalcy, and I'm okay with the whole. I gotta wait a week now. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Like back in the day, you didn't have. To. That's why, like previously on Mandalorian, Mando, <laughs> here's your money. Here's the package. Take the package. Don't take the package. Space battle. Fight. Bounty hunters. Mando. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not a single lightsaber in sight. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, like I said, I'm 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 kind of over the Jedi thing. I really yeah. am. It's just like you know, I'm like I'm like, if I don't see another Jedi and then Star Wars, uh, yeah. it's great. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, like I'm, I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> and enjoying that as well. Right. But like you know, it's still in the same in the same boat. You're like you're going, 
there's other things, you know, and like, yeah. like let's get to them. And then like Mando's great, but it's like, I want more. I yeah, want, like, you know, okay, like give me another subplot or something. You got me a guy who kind of looks like a guy that everyone likes. And then you brought in little, you bought a smaller version of the, of the, and the thing that is quoted more so than everybody else, you know. Yeah, sure, Yoda was cute, and what? What? He's fifty years old, but he's so adorable. I need him. He's awesome. He's adorable. He kind of looks like Yoda. Sure, we'll call him Baby Yoda, even though he's not Baby Yoda. He's called Child. What do they want with him? I don't know. It's been six episodes. I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> but he's so cute. Him sipping that little tea, you know, <laughs> getting that little ball and that thing. He's so cute. He, oh look, he's in her. Oh, don't shoot him! <laughs> I remember it was a clamor for that. It was just like they wanted him on. They wanted the plushie now. They wanted. Everything. I need my baby Yoda now. Like I think women's wombs. All of a sudden, I went womb womb. <laughs> look how adorable he is. I want a baby now. Wait, it's not gonna be baby Yoda. I don't care. I want a baby because he is so adorable. We could dress him up in little outfits. <laughs> Like, you could put a little reindeer hat on him into the holidays. Can't you wait for his very first Halloween? We could dress him, let him dress up like a little Sith. It'd be awesome. You could could dress him up as (laughs) E.T. Look at your little baby Yoda. You're like, oh, look at the little teacup. Oh, he's so adorable. Yeah. I just hope... I just hope he starts to talk. Yeah. Hey, doing? Yeah, it's me, Baby Yoda. How come you don't talk like that? I don't know why that guy fucking talked like that. I, he had a speech impediment. <laughs> but he has like this perfect diction. And yeah. It's like this. He gives this long speech and one like. Oh, one yes. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, Mandalorian. Thank you for saving me this whole time. I really do appreciate. All your help and to get me from point A to point B. We shall now bring the Rebel Alliance together to help destroy mm. the Empire for once and for all. Help me. You're my. You're the, the best thing ever happened to me, Mandalorian. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's like, you could talk this whole time? I'm 50. What did you yeah, think? Like, of course I am. I am 50 years old. I just never have anything to say. <laughs> I can get by on just my cute looks. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? It's adorable. People just ignore me because I am so small and so adorable. <laughs> I, that's great, kid, but I, please don't call me kid. I am a, almost a grown-up. I am 54 years old. We just met last week. We age so differently. <laughs> we age very fast until we hit puberty. Then we slow down. <laughs> then we just age very, very slowly. Yeah, I knew a guy who was 900 years old. Yes, 900 old, years old is about the average life. But I gotta ask, why are you talking like that? Well, don't you understand? I don't. We all talk like this. No, I knew of a guy who kind of talked backwards, and you know, do or do not. There is no try. You know, I. He was hitting the head. <laughs> no, you don't understand that. Oh, every once in a while, it's 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 a form of a birth defect. <laughs> you know, and we we treat them with very you know very carefully, and we we. We particularly, particularly care for them, and we love them, and they're very special people, and we take good care of them. But sometimes, every once in a while, one gets away from us. <laughs> Apparently, you know, we all have this ability, and I humbly apologize if you cause any trouble. <laughs> no, it's just a little off-putting that you're so used to this guy, and then you come out, and you're so proper. Why, thank you. You don't understand. I, it's just good upbringing. <laughs> it's in our genes. We all talk like this. It's perfectly fine. You know? I, where are we too off, Mandalorian? Do you mind if I call you Mando? Because it seems to be such a cute name. I have taken you on as my pet. <laughs> well, what? 
Well, because you're not going to outlive me. Clearly, I outlive you, so therefore you must be my pet. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking that was going through this. If he talks backwards, if it's if it's Yoda, maybe it's Do Ya. <laughs> all this time you've talking about me all wrong. Yoda, yes, Da Yo, Da Yo. So just think of that, like it. Wait a minute, if he talks backwards, maybe you have to say his name backwards. We are a form of frog folk that you guys don't know about. <laughs> we don't have, but uh, we have short stubby legs and we have big long ears to hear our prey. <laughs> we are known as killers on our world planet. That is why, why is the Empire after me? I'll tell you why. Because they want to use me for gene splicing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yes, don't you see? They use me as clones. My cell generation is because we age so long, they can put this into anybody and have us age, be age almost ageless. <laughs> okay, I'm you know, I gotta be honest there, kid. I'm not used to that voice coming out of you, and it's weird. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll just stand here and look cute. <laughs> now take me to Dagobah. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the planet where I can get liquored up. <laughs> I am already above drinking age. <laughs> where is the titty planet? I need whores. Baby Yoda has got a baby boner. <laughs> now, chop chop, Mendo. Take me away. <laughs> Why? Uh, I'm so confused. You're cute, but yet so weird. <laughs> yes, yes. And on the way, can we kill somebody? Because I am hungry. <laughs> like, just, I don't. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> By the way, I hate droids too. They are disgusting creatures. <laughs> Come so you find little baby Yoda turns so tiny to be like a racist. <laughs> He's a speciest. Yes, those human life forms are so disgusting. I need to stay young and pretty. I need to bathe in the blood of my victims. <laughs> Mando, that is why I love you so much, because you leave nothing but bodies. <laughs> <laughs> If you look closely, you'll see they're all missing at least a two-liter bottle of blood. <laughs> that is because I have it here in my bathtub <laughs> that I bathe in. You're a psycho. <laughs> He's just this little polite psycho. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Mandalorian, I wish you to behead that person for me <laughs> because I need an ultimate for my tree. <laughs> I need it for life day <laughs> Oh Mandalorian I'm so tired Oh I thought you people smelled bad on the outside <laughs> uh, Anyway so um, So what else is going on in the world Ed? Well before we do that I do have a, a little surprise Uh oh what is it Ed? It's the Mandalorian Oh, uh, Ed, you Surprise, Merry Christmas. The little one is for your fiancé. For Stacy? Yes. Oh, you want me to open it here? Sure. It's a box. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. It's, it. It, it's something It's something that, that will validate something that we've been arguing about for, for a long time. Okay. All right. 
Can I just rip the paper open? Go right. Go right. Straight, I, tear it off. All right, because I don't know. Go ahead. Die Hard Christmas gift set. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think this makes it official that Die Hard is now a Christmas movie. Oh, it is. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, let's see. It, it, oh, it is, folks. It is Die Hard Christmas. A Die Hard Christmas gift set. It includes a John McCain, John McClain plush. But he's got the names of the guys on it. That's great. He's shirtless. Shouldn't he have a t-shirt on? All right. All right. Yeah, have, towards, That's okay. Towards the end, he didn't have a shirt on, I don't think. Oh, you're right, because he had a rip at the cut. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Welcome. To, yeah, okay. All right. Celebrate. Celebrate the holidays with a true Christmas classic, Die Hard. Yeah, because there he is without a shirt. Yeah, at the very end, he was shirtless. Yeah. The best-selling storybook, A Die Hard Christmas, is now available as a must-have holiday gift set based on a beloved poet poem, The Night Before Christmas. This illustrated retelling of the iconic film now comes with the perfect companion, an exclusive John McClane plush toy. Created in the same style as the book's whimsical illustrations, this cuddly toy immortalizes the wisecracking hero in a pivotal moment when he ties a fire hose around his waist. Oh, that's the fire hose around his waist! And dives over the Nakatomi Plaza. Packed with action, humor, and heart, this cleverly reimagined homage is the perfect gift for the diehard fans everywhere. Thanks, Ed. That's awesome. I can't wait to go. I'm going to... Oh, we should have a special Christmas special where I read the book out loud. <laughs> like an audio book. <laughs> when you hear the beep, turn the page. Boop. <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Ed. You're welcome. Well, all right. We'll Merry put Christmas. That over here. Thank you. Happy holidays. Huh. I didn't, if I knew we were exchanging gifts, I would have brought over your gift. Oh, I didn't know you gave me a gift. Usually you know. I just... <laughs> oh, okay, well, I have a fiancé who's like, we have to get them a gift. Okay. I always yell at Ed to not do that. Yeah, but that's you. He that's does it me. anyway. He does it anyway. And I tell him, don't do it. And he does it anyway. She's like, I know. That's why I'm... Th- I, she's like, I got the perfect gifts. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> so you'll be getting a gift soon, Ed. You can thank Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Stacy. Well, you can thank me too, because I was like, "Oh, I like that. I'll deliver it." <laughs> he delivered it. <laughs> I delivered it. <laughs> well, thank for you. me, I'm been pivotal in this whole exchange. <laughs> if it wasn't for me, he'd never get it. I'm like Sam <laughs> in Death Stranding. I am a delivery <laughs> You're a guy. You're Philip Fry. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so what's going on in the movie theaters? Do you right, have any? Top, yes, we do. Top five movies. Here we go, kids. All right. Number five was a new release, Black Christmas. It made uh, four point four million over the weekend, and that's where it sits with the total gross with the one week of release. That's a horror movie. That's right. Way. Just you know, Num- a, number four. Is, yep, number four is a new release as well. It's Richard Jewell. I don't have never heard of this one. All uh, right, made five million over the weekend. That's what's the total gross. Uh, number three movie was the number two movie of last week, Knives Out. It made nine point two million over the weekend and seventy eight point nine overall in the three weeks of release. Number two is the number one movie of last week, Frozen Two. It made nineteen point one million over the weekend and three hundred and sixty six point five overall in the four weeks of release. Okay, Ed, it's funny that I got the plot summary of that. Uh, um, Richard Jewell. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna hit you're gonna hit yourself in the ass for not knowing this one. Okay. American security guard Richard Jewell saves thousands of lives from an exploding bomb in the 1996 Olympics, Olympics, but is vilified by journalists in the press who falsely report that he was a terrorist. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that. That was in Atlanta, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It yeah. was the, um, the 1996 Olympics set in Atlanta. Um, there was a pipe bomb. He, This guy did say, but I do remember after that. Because they thought that he... He thought that he planted them yeah. because he had like this hero complex. 
that he wanted to save everybody, so he planted the bomb. He didn't, you know, somebody else did it, but it's not before they've actually did their jobs and looked at it. And I would say back then it was, I would say, one of those cases where the media, this is before the internet too, where the media took a story and ran with it and just yeah, completely bl- fabricated right. some shit. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, uh, I also heard though that this, how much did it make this weekend? That made uh, $5 million here in the U.S. Apparently, that is the lowest grossing movie that Clint Eastwood has directed of all time. Oh, it's a Clint Eastwood joint. Yeah, it's a Clint Eastwood uh, movie. Um, okay. Yeah. Apparently, uh, John Hamm, Kathy Bates, Sam Rockwell, uh, Paul Walter Hauser, who plays the lead character. I apologize in advance, Ed. Uh, he plays Richard Jewell. Um, yeah, I, the, it's... Uh, yeah, Olivia Wilde's in it. Um, John Hamm. Yeah, Kathy Bates. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> now I know why he apologized. Why is he apologizing? Oh yeah, my god! Um, What'd you eat again? I, I went to Wendy's. Oh, <laughs> it's anger. That's what it is. <laughs> should be shame. It's what it should be. Yeah. Well. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so let's go over the top five movies. The number one movie was Jumanji The Next Level. It made $60.1 million of the weekend. That's just what the total gross is. It's a new release. All right. And there you go, kids. There's the top five movies in the theater. All right, Ed. So what's coming out in video games? I'm going to tell you, pretty much jack and shit. Well, I have... Well, let's start with the movies, though. What's coming oh, out? Oh, what's coming on Blu-ray? Blu-ray and DVD and 4K. Uh, Downton Abbey is coming out this week. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Uh, Ed Astra is coming out as well. That's that Brad Pitt movie where he's, where he's out in space. Yeah. yeah, okay. Looking for his father or something like that. Yeah. And then Rambo, the R- Rambo Last Blood is also coming uh, out this okay. Tuesday as well. So I'm sure. Tune in next week when there's Rambo the complete series, <laughs> <laughs> um, Blu-ray and 4K. Probably. Uh huh. All right, and uh, and that's it for uh, movies and and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a light week because it's the week two weeks before Christmas, week week and a half before the big the big one. All right, and we got two games coming up this Tuesday. All right, Jack and shit, Jack got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Untitled Goose Game by House House <laughs> for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's coming out Tuesday. All right, and the thing is, is that I when I was reading this, like, because where I was getting it from, I thought it was like like. Because the list is like a projected list, like right. you know, it's not like something like this is oh, what's coming. So you thought Untitled Goose, Goose Game was, was like, like, a, like, like, like not, not a real thing until I saw the video game words right. Thursday night. And I'm like, that's really the title. It's, it's that, really it's, a title, yeah, because they didn't know what to call it. Yeah, you play just a goose game in, in this game and, and you get terrorize people. Terrorize people. It's it's kind of brilliant, but it's also kind of stupid. Stupid and it's brilliant, I guess. And what else? You, what other game? And it's Wadham by. Anna Piranha Interactive for the PC and PS4. That's also on Tuesday. Mm, okay. Um, PSA announcement. Yeah. Ed, uh, I recently purchased Baldur's Gate, the enhanced edition for the PS4, uh, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Yes. <sighs> Terrible. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to say it's bad. Um, sometimes you can't go home. I played Baldur's Gate 1 and I played Baldur's Gate 2 when I was younger. Loved those games. I don't ever quite remember finishing both of them because... I was younger, and um, but their D and D rules, like old school D and D, are actually more the A D and D, the advanced D and D rule. Yeah, no, I, I played um, Baldur's Gate, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah. The gameplay, people, if you're gonna play it, play it on a PC mm-hmm. because the PC controllers are way better than the controls on the PS4. 
So I'm assuming they're probably not any better on an Xbox One. And in fact, I don't even think it's on a Microsoft game. Um, I'm telling you, buy it on PC. You'll enjoy it more. The graphic, they didn't update the graphics. The graphics just look like the old graphics, mm. which I expected. What I didn't expect was how poorly executed the controls were. <laughs> um, there was a lot of pausing involved and when you hit pause it brings up a menu and then you can do the movement speeds in there um you can set up like it was there's some radial dials it just seemed like a lot going on like you can move the character with your joystick or you can move them by hitting like you know moving the cursor over and then hitting a button and it would kind of go over that way Mm. and i'm like it was frustrating and the game actually legitimately gave me a headache because of how frustratingly confusing or, or how we, how everything ran mm-hmm. I, I'm granted I'm not the smartest person but I'm also not the dumbest person <laughs> uh, I'm, I think I'm like of average intelligence mm-hmm. some might say more some might say less <laughs> you know <laughs> um, but it just was so frustrating because I was like I want to go over here how do I get over there and I don't know if it was a setting that I had, but all the stairs and all the doors were a different color. So it was like, mm. it was like, hey, you know, when you when you pass over something, something was supposed to be highlighted. You know, like you know when you did the old games, if you would put your mouse over something, something would highlight mm. to say, oh, I can go over there. The stairs and the doors were already highlighted, as if I couldn't like it needed to tell me what doors were going to be openable even before I even walked over to it. Mm. It was it was weird. Like I felt like. I feel like that might it should have been a setting, and I couldn't find that setting because, or at least the, I couldn't find that that setting in the amount of time that I played it. Because, like I said, I got frustrated with it, and I was like, you know what, I'm done. Because I, I and I peaked in Baldur's Gate two because mm. I was like, and then how where Baldur's Gate two started, I'm like, oh, I totally remember this beginning now. It, it all, all all of these memories came flooding back into me. If you've never played it. I almost feel bad saying pass on it. It's even get on the PC. What I was more impressed was the amount of content that it came because after Baldur's Gate one and two, there were expansions that I had no idea that were mm. part of it. I was like, wow, I didn't know they had like the Black Trap or whatever it was called. It was like a couple of other like side missions on on the Baldur's Gate. And I was like, I never knew about that. If I had known that, I would have bought that when I was younger. Right. You know, but this had like it was all encompassing and it had all like it felt like three. Well, you had the two main campaigns, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, and then each one of those came with, I think, two extra side quest mission mm. type expansion packs. Mm. So, I mean, you're looking at, you know, six games worth of content, which is not bad. Right. You know, a part of me is kind of disappointed because I know they may, they're making a Baldur's Gate 3. I don't know how they're going to design that. Like, are they going to go... I mean, clearly, they're going to use modern technology to, to make for modern gameplay, but I don't. I hope they kind of. I don't know if it's going to be a first-person perspective. I'm okay with the top-down perspective. Mm. I was just. I don't know. My fingers are crossed. I would definitely say that if you were interested in, as I said it before. I'll say it again. See if you can find like a PC port or go to maybe Steam has it or something. I'm, maybe I'll look into that. Maybe because I was interested in seeing you know to play it again, but I just couldn't. I was. Let me put it this way: for people who played Diablo on PC mm. the port from PC to console was pretty good I liked it a lot in fact I liked that better than I liked the PC version because of their inventory systems and all that kind of stuff 
I really was hoping that they would have done that with Bowder's Gate, and they didn't. They completely like. Well, there was a lot. There was a lot more controls in Bowder's Gate versus yes. like uh, um, Diablo. Diablo. So that's the that's the problem. It was like there was there was too many controls, and that's why it was like a like a it was a really good PC game. I mean, that was one of the top games yeah. for a long time for for D and D games, uh, especially like not online. Um, but that's the thing, like, like to, to put that on an on an eight button controller, pretty much. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, they have hotkeys, but in order to access that, you would have to you have to pause, and then you have the hotkey options, which are it was like it was very like, I mean, Battlefield Gate. I mean, Diablo had hotkey options too, but they were like, okay, well, you can assign like the X button to be this hotkey. You can design like it, it was very like here. This is what we did for you guys. We made it easier. The this version of these games just it was real tough to navigate, and I was like, I felt like you know how like you you're looking forward to something and you get kind of let down. Yeah, and it was it's the way I felt. I was like, man, oh man, you know. But in retrospect, Ed, don't tell anybody. I bought Diablo three again. <laughs> this time, digitally. <laughs> I, if, this this week is employee appreciation week at my job weekend at my job mm. and I was buying Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 and I was looking at Diablo 3 the Eternal Collection mm. which is like the big package and it was for for a decent amount a decent price for like it was a decent price mm. and I was like well I could I, maybe I should buy that again you know I was like you know what no if I bring Diablo 3 home Stacy's gonna be like, I can't believe you bought that game again. What's that? The eighth time, like you know. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick with Baldur's Gate, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, worst case scenario, if I don't like it, I can always bring it back by Sunday and buy, you know, switch, transfer it out, right? right. So my coworker is like, well, why would you want to buy it? It's on sale on the PlayStation Store for like twenty bucks. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, he's like, yeah, but it's the it's the internal collection, and, and I'm like, well, does it? I would have to buy the Necromancer pack separate and it's like 15 bucks and he's like yeah but the necromancer sucks i'm like yeah but i'm a completionist if you're gonna buy the game you're gonna buy the whole thing right right he's like i got you you know sure then over the course of the weekend i mentioned to stacy stacy's like of course made fun of me like why are you buying that game blah 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 you know like rolls her eyes about it and i'm like yeah you're right you know then today um stacy was out doing stuff i'm like well let me go see how much how much it is right and I look, and it was sixty percent off, so it was twenty bucks. And the Necromancer pack, which is normally fifteen bucks, is half off. So I wound up getting the game for like a little under thirty bucks. And I'm like, buy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not only can I, not only am I buying it, I know I'm going to play it. I'll never have to worry about trading it in because you know why? Because I there's no physical copy. It, there's nothing there to be. It's going to collect digital dust. <laughs> so if I decide not to play it, that's fine. My money, I earned it. You know, I'm going to play it. I'm going to probably start tonight when I come home. Because to me, I'm like going. Well, I feel like I'm returning one game. I mean, I do have Luigi's Mansion Three, which is for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, I have Pokemon Sword. Uh, Pokemon Sword, which I'm enjoying. I got four badges out of the eight. What? What? Come at me. <laughs> you know. Um, and I'm like, all right, I got those two games, but when Stacy wants to play them, what am I going to play? UPS Simulator? I'm like, uh, The Postman? Okay, I can do that, but what if I get bored with it? Because I'm afraid I'm going to get bored with it. I need something to keep myself entertained because I don't have anything. 
that I'm looking forward to until next year, like March next year, which is like Watch Dogs three. Watch Dogs three. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I gotta keep. All right, I gotta do something. Diablo. Diablo is like my little my safety blanket. It's my little comfort. I'm like, I can always. He's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, my best friend. So I was like, I I digitally bought that and. Of course, I you know as soon as I did all, all my trophies came like, hey, don't forget you have this trophy and this trophy. I'm like, yeah, I do. I got that. I got that. I got that too. Yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I've been doing, Ed. Oh, you know, there's one last thing. I I over my shoulder. I don't know if you could see it or not. There is a wreath there on yes, the wall. Yes, I do see the wreath. Yes, I thought it was your average Christmas. It's well, folks. Ed's we're here at Two Bit Production Studios. Uh, he has. His Christmas setup, and over I'm looking at the Christmas tree that I set up, and it looks like it's yeah. all Disney related. It's, a Dis- it's our Disney tree. We have two trees. We have a tree upstairs. It's regular Christmas tree. Uh-huh. That's for the a, folks. That's, that's for average folks. Down here is the nerd tree. This is the Disney tree, and it's every ornament is from Disney or Hallmark that has a, it's a right. It's a Disney, it's Disney character. character based off of all of that. Do you have Star Wars stuff on there. Uh, yeah, I have a couple uh, of Star Wars. Okay. things. but that's the thing I was going to tell you is that over my over my shoulders is a wreath. Yeah. There's there's Christmas ornaments on there. Uh-huh. They're all there's seven of them. There are seven Star Wars ornaments from Hallmark. Oh, I mean now that I'm looking closer, I see I see the Star the the Star Destroyer. Yeah. I see a TIE Fighter, Vader's TIE Fighter to be exact. I see the Death Star. Yeah. I see the Falcon uh-huh. and I see the X Wing. Yeah, there's also a Y Wing. It's low probably lower down. You probably can't probably, see it. Probably, yeah, okay. And now towards the top should be a Death Star. I see that Death Star. Yeah. I said Death Star. Did I say that? You said Star Destroyer, Star Wars. So I said Star Destroyer, t- TIE Fighter. I'm going clockwise. Oh, okay. From Star then, Fighter, and- TIE Fighter, Death Star, Falcon, X-Wing. Yeah, and then there's another TIE Fighter. You probably can't see that because that's low right. as well. Right, because it's, it's behind all the Snoopies. But you you press a button on any of one of them. It doesn't matter which one of them. And it plays the Star Wars oh, story. The Star Wars story? Yeah, like the, the like most of them know me. Like there's, it's, the, it's the abridged version of the it. The abridged version. Yeah. So then uh, he found this lightsaber and I gave it to him. Yeah, you know, like like it kind of it starts with the because there's also the you because of the uh, star destroyers there under there there is the uh, princess Leia's oh, okay. uh, so, ship it's like gotcha. caught caught and that starts with that speech and it goes all from right. there and they blow up Alderaan and then you know and it goes to uh, Han Solo. Uh, oh, okay, so you have them means like you start here and you work your way around and tells the whole story. Well, it, it jumps it back from ship to ship, oh, you know, okay. and it, you know each each character will be it like voice from that ship. Oh, okay, so they all work with conjunction with each other. Yes. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Interesting question. Yeah. Did, okay, we now I now see now <laughs> sidetracked. Did the wreath come with all of them? No, no. Oh, they, okay. you, you could buy a separate wreath with it, like because uh-huh. each one is forty dollars. <laughs> Sorry, been collecting this for a little for for a few years. Okay, like, I, think, I, know, I was expecting to try, like, yeah, this is what I did this year. Just whipped out my Disney dick and bought a whole bunch of Christmas Disney shit. Because and... it's seven ships at forty bucks a pop. You That's, do the math. Do, do the math, though. <laughs> did Vaseline come with it? No, but audio did. <laughs> And then the wreath is another forty bucks a dollar. But okay. well, this wreath we had, we've, I've always put uh, that up okay. every year. So was, my wife's like, "Well, you could just hang it up there, you know." Because you're not spending forty dollars on a wreath. Well, she no, she offered to buy because she uh, actually okay. she actually put them all for me right through through time, you know, as as time went on. And then like the like the last one was a starter store that was I needed to complete it. Gotcha. You know? So I hooked it up, and it does 
you know, work. I just, right. you know, think I was going to... Before gonna, I leave, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> that, I was going to show... I forgot, because it's been up since, like, last week. Oh, okay. And you were here Thursday. I was going to show you then, but I completely I'll forgot have, about I'll it. I'll record it so I can show Stacy. I'm like, Stacy, I want this. Baby, get me this. <laughs> so how much? I'm like, 40 bucks a pop. And she's like, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I can already hear her go, fuck that. I'm like, no, baby, we can do it once, like, once every year. It'd be my... Be my because every year we go get um, an ornament for ourselves. Like, yeah. This year, um, I got which one? I got a Walgreens, Walmart exclusive um, Vader with a Christmas hat with his lightsaber. Yeah. Like the problem is, I realize it's kind of a fucked up thing because don't buy it's like a Hallmark exclusive for Walmart. But the problem is, his cape is all fucked up. And I mean, model wise, it's like he has almost has like two capes. It's weird. Really weird. I should take a photo. I should take a photo of him and bring it over because yeah. a lot of them were broken. Like I was going to get a Spider Man one, but his wrist was broken, and then the paint jobs were all bad. I'm like, going, this is the problem with Walmart, man. They have good ideas, bad executions. Yeah. And I was like, ah, all right. I remember which one she bought. She got herself one. Uh, I can't remember. Well, whatever. It's me every year. That's our thing. That's our thing, Ed. That's our thing. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so um, what's going on video then? On blue. No, you said we did that there. already. We did that already. already yep. Time right. for the news. All right, time for the news. Uh, all right, let me get my my screen up here. All right, so let's see where I want to start off with. All right, Ed. Yes. Marvel. Marvel TV. Marvel TV. Okay. It's no more. It has been crushed. Apparently, after Kevin Feige uh, took over as cr- super creative control, yeah. first thing they did was to dismantle the TV uh, section. Um, more is Marvel Television. I mean, let's face it. Everything's going to think coming out of Disney. Um, it says, Variety learned that Marvel Television will no longer be developing any, any new series beyond the shows that are currently in production. According to an individual with knowledge of the situation, pst, Marvel will eliminate a number of positions in the near future as a result of the, the cessation of de- development at the at the division. Uh, Karim Zarek, senior vice P- VP of content programming and production, and members of his team will now join the Marvel Studios group. He will lead the current projects in production. Marvel TV Joe's head Joseph Loeb will remain in with the television during the transition. Hmm. All right. Uh, the move to close up shop on Marvel Television was not altogether unexpected, as Variety reported back in September that there was a growing perception in the industry that Loeb's division was on its way out, given that Mar- that Marvel movies boss Kevin Feige was set to produce a number of big budget live action shows for Disney Plus, featuring characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Shortly thereafter, it was announced that Feige was promoted to chief creative CCO. By the way, that's chief creative officer of Marvel and has taken over the Disney-owned company's storytelling cr- across mediums, including publishing, film, TV, and animation. So basically, he is now the all-seeing god of Marvel, Marvel Entertainment. Right. Uh, it was widely believed that at that time that Jeff Loeb would, be, would exit the company within the next few months. Uh, the only Marvel television live-action show currently in the works is Hellstrom at Hulu. Uh, Hulu has previously ordered a live-action Ghost Rider series starring Gabriel Luna as well, but that project was scrapped in November. I mean, September, sorry. Marvel also has four animated shows at Hulu, Howard the Duck, Hitmonkey, Tiger and Dazzler, and MODOK. 
All four shows are expected to debut separately before crossing over with the Offenders event series. <laughs> However, news broke last week that showrunner running staff of Tigra and Dazzler has departed the show over creative differences. Uh, the search for new showrunners is ongoing. I say we, I say we do it. I'm, I'm in. All right. I'll try it out. Yeah. Sure. What's worse? I know who Tiger is. I know who Dazzler is. I know, da- I know is. Dazzler, yeah. yeah. We could think of some stuff. Um, it's, it really doesn't matter. I mean, just. just it's a buddy cop just, film. Exactly. You just come up with buddy cop film, you know, uh, ploys and through the whole yeah. season. One could go, I'm too old for this shit. And the other could be kind of crazy. Right. <laughs> it works all the time. It works all the time. Or one could be like a loose cannon, one could be real straight laced, one could be... Just, it's, just it's the odd couple. It's the odd couple, yeah. It's odd couple cops. Dazzler's it's like, you know, she'd be like, oh, she could be a hippie because she's from the 70s. And then Tiger could just be angry all the time. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, I fucking love to kill him. And Dazzler's like, just chill out, man. Here, just chill, relax. There you go. Just chill. You know what you need? Here's some lights, some disco music. Ha, 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 like look what I did! Like you know, Tiger comes home from work and she's all angry, and Dazzler's like, "Look what I did to the house!" And she flicks light, and the floor lights up, and the ball drops <laughs> from the ceiling, glitter everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And next, you know, she taps her heels together, and she's got roller skates, and she's just roller skating around. Like, look, come on, Tiger, let's go! And Tiger just had nothing to do with it, and she, you know, punches Dazzler. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, however, um, following the following the Hulu series of The Runaways, it's going to end with its upcoming third season, which is going on right now. I think. Yeah. Uh, while Agents of Shield will end after seven seasons on ABC in the spring, all of Marvel Television's other live action shows have been canceled in the past year. Uh, Feige's division, part of the Walt Disney Studios feature film operation, that's a mouthful, uh, is currently working on shows centered on characters like Hawkeye, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, as well as Loki, The Vision, and Scarlet Witch. A show based on She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, and Moon Knight are also in the works. According to the sources, multiple Marvel Entertainment and Home Family Entertainment executives at the, vi- at the vice president level and above outside of Zeke's team will be replaced as a result of the move. In addition, sources say that Brian Crosby, I almost read that as Bill Crosby, by the way, <laughs> Cosby, by the way uh, well, he, he'll no longer be working for on Marvel projects as part of the Disney Parks division, though he'll remain on with the company. Um, all right, well... Things are being shaken up, Ed. Terrible, yeah. terrible idea. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Kevin Feige from Iron Man. I don't know if it's really not before that. After that, some 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 point, he he was the guy. Like you know, it's like and, and like he he left it on a high note with that. You know, with with Endgame going. You know, and you're right? going great. Like like, and and you go, what else can he do? And you and you you give him all the reins. But I think you're you're they're giving him too many of the reins now. Like I, I think they're really sooner or later it's going to be too many plates for him to spin. Yes, I mean unless he's sitting there and he's looking at it from a, on a, from on high and he knows where he needs to go. I I don't know if unless he gives it to the people who are good at their jobs. Like the best managers are the managers that don't do very little because they have a good support staff that does all the work for them. Right. So maybe he's one of those guys. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Disney's like, yeah, look, yeah, you're in charge. Think goes bad, your your head on the block, not mine, yours. Because that's the thing. I mean, like, like especially now getting rid of other shows that are current in production, and they're like, it's like we're gonna shut this all down and right. just focus on Disney Plus. We're just gonna squeeze it all into one basket. We're just gonna put all our eggs in one basket. And it's gonna go, right. and you go. 
Yeah, but people got to buy that. Like, like, like if they're buying Comcast, okay, well, they'll buy it. <laughs> you know, if they're, if they're into Comcast, or because I just found out today that Comcast doesn't have Disney Plus as part of their extra. Of course not. You know, but, but they're like Verizon has it. You know, because Verizon knows what bread their butter their butter what side the bread their butter's on. Right, but if it's just it's just their butter's bread, whatever, whatever. But as I say, it's it's that it's that convenience now. That convenience is not there for right. for so many subscribers. So you go. Do they buy out extra right and then have to come up with another device now to to view it? So now you're taking all these Marvel shows that people might want to watch and they have to figure out another way to Comcast do it. Comcast is pissy because Disney won the Fox thing. And right. Like, I fuck mean, you, we'll buy you too. And my, Comcast is like, fuck you, come at forced, me. Come at me, bro. Forced it with Hulu, you know. Yeah. And it's, oh, no, you got Hulu? Fuck you, come on. Come, on, come at me, bro. I'm Comcast. Why the fuck you were from Philly? You know, no one likes us. We don't care. Come at me. Daisy's like, no, come on. We'll just buy everything else around you. will come for you, too. You come for me. You come for me. Well, my joke? Come, you come for me. No, I'm not going to come for you. Someone else is going to come for you. You know, and then, <laughs> you know, they're two two guys with their shirts off just bumping chest. Like, look at it. Like, looking ridiculous. Just going, what? 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 What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Two chubby, over, two overweight, middle-aged guys just slapping stomachs in, like, the winter. That's that's how I see Fox. I mean Comcast and Disney. <laughs> just, what? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Huh? huh? Now come on, make a move. Make a move. Make a move. Just getting the bumping chest. Like what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> that's sad because that's happening here so many, so many fucking times. And you go, you got the thing. You have to live here to really like. Hopefully, it's in like your neighborhood that that happens because you won't get the job. I'm sure it's 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 a universal thing. Almost. It's got to be a universal thing. Hopefully, two way middle aged men, fat, balding. What are you gonna do? Huh? What are you gonna do? Come on, come on! It's still thinking they're like 22, and they're just. Fucking getting each other's face going, fuck you, 20, I'll buy you. 20 below zero with their yeah. shirts off, right. bumping fat. Like, yeah. No, fuck me, fuck you. Come on, do, do something. Do something. Do something. No, you do something. No, you do something. You're a pussy. Oh, I'm a pussy? Go do something. See how much of a pussy I am. No, you do something. Come on, you come at me. No, man, you come at me. Oh, come on, man. I mean, two hits. You, me hitting you, you hitting the ground. Oh, yeah, prove it, man. Take your swing. Take your swing. Take. No, man, I ain't got to do that. No, sorry. No, you take your shot. You take your shot. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. That's the <laughs> it's Comcast and Disney right now. It's just swinging, just bumping, bumping fat. That's all they and know. their wives are just come on, just come in the house, <laughs> just coming, just forget, it. just come in the house. Fuck them, just come in the house. I we, I got food on now. Come in the yes. house. Come on, our show's gonna start. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. Fuck you. No, fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Start walking away, and someone says, "What you say? What you? You heard me? I said, fuck you out. Now come, come on, let's go, let's go." And there's it's a car in the middle of the street, just going, "Huh? Come on, dudes, either throw, either throw down or separates. I gotta get to work." And what is it? Sometimes they, they gag up on you now, like right. you're the one. What? I well, what are you talking about? Hey, who is this fucking guy? Where do you think you got to go? You tell you turn into us how to get in our business. We're getting. Get out of the car. Get out, yeah, get out of the car. Yeah, get out of the car. Like, dude, <laughs> just, just park it, put it in reverse, and just slowly back out. Go. This block is possessed by something. I'm <laughs> fuck both of you. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, fuck both of you? What are you saying? Two topless fat guys walking towards your car. As oh, you're back and, and oh, one's, in, one's in like slides with, uh, with black socks. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, in short, like sleeping, like like jogging shorts. shorts. And the other one's pants <laughs> are come down, so they're all constantly lifting them up because their ass crack is like, what? What? Come on. You know, because he's got, you know. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, two Tony Sopranos naked in the street because one bumped because one looked at their daughter funny like you know or something <laughs> you take my recycler can again yeah I told you man put you I had to, nah, that's mine no I don't see your fucking number on it where's your fucking number on it get the fuck out of here we get the fuck will you come yeah. at me you come at me come at me no you come at me <laughs> <laughs> So the short of it is, I think that's a bad idea that give Kevin Foggy all the reins in this. Sure. <laughs> this I, I concur. <laughs> so, Ed, um, I got a question. Yeah. Um, you're a fan of The Matrix, right? Yeah. You're a fan of John Wick, right? Yeah. So what you gonna do when both movies are set to hit theaters at the exact same date and the exact same time? Double feature. The Matrix 4 premieres in theaters May 21st, 2021. <laughs> John Wick 4 same day you don't gotta wait long to find out when the fourth Matrix movie will be ready Warner Brothers is set to the sequel release date for May 21st 2021 right in the smack of the middle of the blockbuster season only problem but the title scheduled to arrive the same day is John Wick 4 if you can't get enough Keanu Reeves you'll be in paradise <laughs> you know so I'm, what are we gonna do that day I'm gonna be sandwiched between two slices of Keanu <laughs> <laughs> gonna walk right out of John Wick 4 and just walk right into Matrix 4 you can say it's a 4 by 4 weekend oh <laughs> <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> wow yeah I, I, I saw this and I, I was amazed and of course I'm thinking fuck 2021 <laughs> what could it be next year like shit alright you know, and I'm like and I'm like, what do you, what, which one would you see first? If you saw, if you, if you saw both in the day, what would, what would be the first one? Would it be John Wick 4 or Matrix 4? Mm, I don't know. It depends on, depends on what I have to do after that. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know because a part of me is like, okay, well, if you're going to do Matrix 4, I kind of feel like Matrix 3, while it ended, it basically said, this shit has happened over and over and over and over and over again because it's a construct that we do. It's it's like you find out that the ending of Matrix Three wound up being the head of John, of John Wick <laughs> of Keanu Reeves. Like I don't know. I guess maybe you find out that Neo wasn't the one and his this other person's the one. And this whole time, like I don't know. A part of me wants to see it just to kind of go, where are you going with this? But it's also not. I don't think I th- I think the Wachowskis are bringing or I think one of the Wachowskis is is doing the movie. Mm. I don't know. I mean, if you, if you're like Sean, you have to pick one to start off with. I'd probably pick off, I'd probably start with Matrix 4. Okay. Only because I'm looking forward more to John Wick 4. So I'd probably want to get the Matrix done and out of the way so that way I can go in and enjoy John Wick more instead of having to go. Because here's my worry is like if you see one of them's probably not going to be good. Okay. You hope you got a fifty-fifty chance. Well, you know, fifty-fifty chance of them both being good or both being bad. Or well, I guess you know, 
something there's there's math in there. <laughs> you guys figure it out. You hope that both are going to be good, mm. but chances are one of them is not going to be good. Okay. It's going to be really, really. You got a really slim chance that both are going to suck. But you gotta you gotta balance it. I would hate to be like, oh my god, John Wick was amazing. Bring it on, Matrix Four! And you walk in, and you go, fuck. I wish I didn't have to. You completely ruined my day. Now, granted, it could also go the opposite way. You walk out in Matrix Four, going, oh my god, that was fucking out. If that was so good, John Wick is gonna blow my mind out of the back of the theater. And you leave John Wick Four, and you're going, fuck. <laughs> like that sucked. <laughs> like. I, I can tell you that I'd probably be overly... I probably wouldn't have to... If I saw them both back-to-back, I'd probably have to take a nap because I would be tired of all the violence. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that just seemed excessive. I mean, I get it. The first one, it was his dog, sure. The Matrix, I get it. It was all computer simulation. Spoiler. All right, fine. So it never... None of them actually really were dead anyway. Like, you know, okay, fine. You can you got me. So you can go over the top with the action and the, ooh, look, spin the camera around. Back then it was, you know, groundbreaking. Now it's just quaint. <laughs> like, oh, it's like my grandpa taking photos. <laughs> like, I can do that with my iPhone. <laughs> like, you know, without even moving. <laughs> so I'd be interested to see what they do special effects-wise with the Matrix not necessarily story-wise. Where John Wick, I'd be like, so how many times is he going to do the whole punch in the throat, kung fu his way out of the gun, flip the guy over his shoulder and shoot him twice in the head? <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm in, sure. Then he's going to do that in Matrix. It's going to be the same moves. Be like, whoa, I have two movies on the same day. Whoa. <laughs> I think next year, doesn't uh, Bill and Ted face the music come out? Yeah. So you got a Bill and Ted. Whew, it's like, hey, we're going to reflash back your childhood, Sean. First, we're going to give you a Bill and Ted movie. And then the year after that, we're going to follow up with a Matrix movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, which one would you see first? Good question. Oh, boy. And if I, I'm like, I'm like, was analyzing in this in my head because you figure if it's still the same day, he's got he's to gotta basically shoot him next year. Right, right, or one's already shot because of special effects, but so one of them is going to suffer because how much martial arts like fighting <laughs> can you do right. in a movie, you know, and then do different martial arts fighting in a different movie because you don't want to look like Matrix Four or you know John right. Wick Four looked the same. I don't, Did I just see this in Matrix Four? Like if you're watching John Wick or vice versa. Let's see, I'm going to see when when and then you go you go what what left the bad taste in my mouth more Matrix Three or John Wick right. 3 because John Wick 3 was I don't think was exceptionally good like I thought the first one was really right. good and I thought 2 was a really good setup I'm like I couldn't wait for 3 and then 3 came out and I'm like it wasn't all that I wanted you know like like it, it was good but it wasn't as good like I, I like like right like I don't think Keanu Reeves from 2003 which was the last Matrix movie can do the back bends the way <laughs> the tw- uh, 2019 right. Keanu can do but I mean <sighs> So, so you you kind of you kind of go, uh, you know. So for me, I probably lean more to Matrix Four first because I'm kind of okay. curious. Like I'm I'm more excited to see that because I'm like, where are they going to go with this? Like like it ended. Like how do how do you right. continue on with four? You know. And then with John Wick Four, you go. I'm going to probably enjoy that one more because I I think like even though three wasn't as good it was still a good movie like, right. i enjoyed that highlight like so 
for me, like I, I would probably want to sit there and enjoy four, uh, John Wick four, you know, more. So I'll see that last. I'll save that for last. Okay. I'll see Matrix four just because I'm like more of curiosity, not like get right. it over with, you know. Right. So yeah, I probably do it the same way you were. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, I got a little bit more of a sad news kind of thing. That's sad as far as just like, oh, really? Um, let's see, this is updated on December twelfth. Okay. Um, as you know. Uh, you have the Sonic movie coming out. Yeah. Okay. They they had the character. They redesigned the character, and they you know. Yeah. You, you, all the people who complain better go fucking see this. Movie. Right. Yeah. You, you should. If anybody who complained about the look, if they don't go to see the movie, you're part of the fucking problem, people. Yeah. Um, but apparently, the animation studio responsible for the Sonic movie redesigns reportedly closed. Really. Yeah, um, it says this was updated on December twelfth. Um, the same, like a few hours after it was posted. Uh, the animation studio for response for the biggest glow-ups of the year in the Sonic redesign has reportedly been closed. According to CBC Canada, the Vancouver-based studio Moving Pictures Company, which was also behind the Academy Award-winning effects and the animation of The Life is Pi, has shut down. An email sent to staff at Vancouver Branch on Wednesday reportedly announced the immediate close, citing increasing external market pressures, specifically in Vancouver, compared to other places. Uh, Nintendo Wire goes on to explain the studio has p- also played a significant role alongside Sonic Mania art- artist Tyson Hess in turning Sonic from a version that drew considerable ire to the movie's first trailer to much more true to the source image we recently became familiar with. Um, this redesign was reportedly the subject of Scream Crunch, according to the, an alleged former employee on Reddit. Uh, the number of staff out of work... The number of staff out of work so close to Christmas is currently unknown, but the Vancouver branch of MPC housed over 800 artists during its peak back in 2013. It's not known if any of the other studios across Montreal, London, L.A., and Bangalore have been affected. Uh, Sadly, staff of the friendlies aren't the only ones who feel the loss. According to CBC Canada Executive Director of Digital Media, uh, stated that MPC was very involved with the community and helped to educate students about the industry. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty much the, all that, that was there. Um, it's a shame. It really is. Sure. It's, it's a shame that they that, that happened. And, uh, but, I mean, if you figure with so many mistakes going on, like, I mean, well, I don't know about Life of Pi, how much like, changes they had to make with that one. But with Sonic, that probably hurt their company in the long run, and it's right, like their reputation they, gets hurt. Like, right, their reputation gets hurt. Then they have to spend money to bring people in to help fix that. The guy that they hired, who was responsible for Sonic Mania, was the one who said, here's what the redesign should look like. So they hire him to help fix it. So you know he got a paycheck. Everybody who worked on that job probably got paid again because they probably either they got rid of, not got rid of, but they had to get a whole new team because you figure like once you're done a project – you have to start working on the next one. Yeah. So they probably either had to lose, they lost work because they if they had to stop and go on to the next one, or they had to bring in more help to do the changes right. because the current staff is busy doing something else. Like you feel like there was like a lot of external pressure financially to kind of bring this all together. And then, like you said, you find out, oh, that's the company that put a bid in for, for the next animated movie. They are... They just got slammed. Do we really want to hire those guys? Because if we can't, if they can't do something as simple as Sonic, do we really want them to take on this property? Yeah. Because we just spent X amount of million dollars for whatever 
their next project was or whatever project they're, they're, that they're showing out there. Like, you know, and then not only that, they'd be like, in order to recuperate their loss, they would have to raise their prices in a way. Mm. Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we took a little ding with the Sonic thing, but we know to get back on our feet instead of paying this 10 bucks an hour, you got to pay us 15 bucks an hour, you know, right. or whatever, whatever the going rate is. And I know it's an hourly, but they work on contract work. They probably have to up it up. And they're like, we can't afford that because we're, you know, a low budget company. You're right. a low budget company now. That, now you're charging big budget prices. Uh, sorry that you screwed up Sonic. <laughs> Maybe if you got it right the first time. Uh, some people out there still think that it was a ploy anyway. Really? Like, like, that some people out there think that um, – I've bumped into a couple of people at my job – think that this, the original Sonic design was not going to be the final product anyway. That was going to be – that was their first run, and they threw it out there to see how people would react to it because that, that was not going to be the final product. And then people all had their uproar that they went back and went, okay, now we're going to get – like, I guess we have to go this way. Like it was going to be like, hey, we're going to reboot the series with this new look. People are going to like it. Well, let's test it out first, and when you know to see what the feedback is before we actually commit to it. I know it's, that's stupid. I agree. I mean, I mean, like, because it's like, why would you spend all that money, and then and then all of a sudden, like, let's just test the waters with this, and then all of a sudden, like, people are in our uproar. We got to change it. That's billions of dollars. Well, but that's why we did this, right? You know? But their their argument is that all that you saw in the trailer was all that they did. That they never got to do the movie yet. Yeah, but they delayed it because you know, like right, for some de- strange reason, right. then they, you know, they said they spent millions of dollars, and right. that was just a fake news article. Yeah. That th- fake news, fake news. Yeah, I know. Every time someone tries bringing that, they're probably look, flat earthers. And, I, yeah. I look at them like, all right, sure. I mean, I guess I, I guess you're right. Sure, I guess like just go. Yeah, you're right, sir. <laughs> yeah, you're makes total sense. You're an idiot. You know, and just as they walk away, cuckoo, cuckoo. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it was an inside job, and Epstein killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I also got um, another another story. Uh, Quentin Tarantino says Kill Bill 3 is definitely on the cards. jeez. Oh, All right. This comes out of uh, the news a couple of days ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's new news of a new Quentin Tarantino movie, and the showbiz world comes to a complete standstill. Um, let's see. It's been recently spoken of a third movie for Kill Bill, one of the most praised action franchises of all time. Uh, keeps going to board. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is one of a kind. Yeah, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I hate these kind of articles. It's like, hey, so where is the where is the facts? Where is the facts? Kill Bill is considered a revenge flick. Came out later that year in 2004. We could received flood, floods of praise. Where's the actual quote? Uh, uh, until now, it turns out that Tarantino and Thuma recently met up and had dinner very recently. The pair began reminiscing, speaking with Cyrus XM Radio. Tarantino explained how a recent dinner with Thurman sparked his curiosity in what Kill Bill Volume 3 would look like. The pair had a chance to catch up on a, over a Japanese dinner, of course. Uh, he's like, well, I just so happened to have had dinner with Uma Thurman last night. He told radio host Andy Cohen, we were uh, at a really cool Japanese restaurant. She was bragging about me, and I was bragging about her. It was a lovely night. <laughs> huh. uh, how So how on earth would they come up with Kill Bill Volume 2? Tarantino was pushing on what the plot would focus on, considering that everyone's bride's list was dead. Um, well, I do have an idea of what I would do. 
Um, he's like, that's the whole thing, conquering that concept, exactly what's happened to the bride since the last film. What would I do? Uh, what, what, and what do I want to do next? Um, he wants to spend a good amount of time on the third volume. He's like, because I wouldn't want to just come up with some cockamamie adventure. She does. She doesn't deserve that. Uh, he's the bride has fought long and hard. Now I have an idea that actually could be interesting. I wouldn't do it for a little bit though. I would like to at least, uh, at least be three years from now or something like that. But look, it's definitely in the cards he finished with. Um, so there you have it. <laughs> I mean, has, has he had ideas? Is, is, well, okay, you know, I don't think he's out of ideas. I remember, <clears throat> I think one of the bonus things on Kill Bill, I think volume one or volume two, he had an idea, and he said, Quinn's always the kind of guy that would talk and mm. so say what his ideas was. Um, Vivica A. Fox's character has a daughter. Right. <clears throat> and he said a long time ago when those movies was out, he said he thought it would be a neat idea if this circle of violence kept happening. That because Vivica A. Fox's daughter saw her mother get murdered by the bride, that she would f- grow up to want to fight the bride. Mm-hmm. Like to try to find the bride and kill her and re- as a revenge motive for killing her mother. Right. You know, and of course, Uma Thurman's character has a kid that they'd be at the same age. Like there'd just be this perpetual circle of violence of you killed my mom, I'm gonna kill your mom, or you killed my mom, I'm gonna kill you. Like that kind of like <clears throat> once the two of them, you know, kill their, each other's respective mothers, what would happen to this, the two daughters? Like mm-hmm. you know, one well, mom's dead, so you know, you know, she kills the bride. Let's say in, in volume halfway through or for the first ten minutes of volume three, then it becomes Uma Thurman's kid trying to get revenge upon. Vivica's Fox kids, you right. know, and then maybe like the circle of violence would end at some point in time. They become best friends or lovers. They get married and they go off and have a family. <laughs> okay, you know, in a political correct world. Yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. Would I see it? Depends. I had to see a trailer. It's Quentin Tarantino, so I'm kind of already halfway in, there. Yeah, you know, I, I and Um has always been a favorite to watch. I'm sure it'd be interesting. You know, I'm I'm in. I got no I got no beef with Quentin. Okay. You know? I just I just I feel that that like I mean it's it would be interesting like you know like say like 20 years from now or, or you know like some kind of thing right. you know like like cuz that's that's what you kind of do. Yeah, yeah, kind of you you, you kind of maybe do a, a retrospective of what happened to Vivica Fax's uh, right, child. Yeah, right, you open like, it up with that with that scene from Kill Bill Volume One. One, and then she, you know, through time she becomes an assassin. Right, works her way through the ranks to the underworld, that kind of thing. And, Kill Bill Volume One was in two thousand and three. So if you went twenty years, like he, okay, now think about it. He did say three years from now, which would be twenty twenty three. About you know, yeah. so the daughter who might have been in her early teens maybe you know or maybe younger than that i have to remember four. how old. she was, she was four. four yeah because she's like she says right, to her, right, right. I, you, I would have a child about your age right you know, which he was she was four years old okay so, yeah. so now she'd be let's say 24 and she you know as an orphan goes through the 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 system yeah she gets picked up by a a householder she learns to fight back on her own she becomes a bounty hunter of some sort or an assassin on her own right yeah and she all the all in some sort of attempt to find the bride who at this point now has retired and, and raised her daughter to enact revenge this is for killing my mother Whoosh. yeah 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 so i mean it'd be kind of interesting to see but you go you go <coughs> 
is it, is it really worth seeing? I mean, like, right. and you go, well, how does this tie into your 10 movies and retiring type of thing? Because you're still talking about doing the Star right. Trek. And, right. And, well, like I said, I don't think the Star Trek would be the, the this is this is the ninth movie. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood should be his ninth movie. Because yeah. he said he was retiring after 10 from writing and directing. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's done directing yeah. or that he's done writing. Like maybe he'll write a script to just be directed by somebody else, or maybe he'll direct somebody else's script. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. People say things when they're you know one age and they turn around and do something else when they get older. Right. You know, like oh, I, maybe I had one more film in me. I didn't realize it. You know, right. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, all right, I got one last story, Ed. Okay. Um, Harley Quinn. Okay. Is going to become Batman's sidekick in the comics. Uh. All right. Um, there's a new creative team over at DC Comics, okay, okay. Um, and ba- uh, over the Batman series. And the first details about what to expect from writer James Tinian the Fourth's run on the comic has started to arrive online thanks to advanced solicits. Um, he'll take over on the title with Batman number 86. By the way along with artist Tony S. Daniel, and they've been wasting no time going into the Batman archives as the first issue on their run will feature Deathstroke trying to kill Riddler and a visit to Arkham Asylum where Batman meets the Joker. I mean, the Penguin, sorry. Another advanced solicit has arrived online teasing a new sidekick for the Dark Knight, and it's no laughing matter. Ha! The first solicit for Batman number 91 has revealed who will be fighting alongside Batman is none other than Harley Quinn. Obviously, the two of them know strangers uh, working together on occasions, having done it a number of times at Batman the Animated Series, a 2017 animated feature titled Batman and Harley Quinn, (laughs) picked up those pieces and featured the pair together in a series of team-ups. In the pages of DC Comics, though they fought side-by-side in every... In the ever-popular Injustice 2 series and in Harley Quinn's solo series. Mm. As part of the team-up and Tynion's run on the series, a new villain will emerge in Gotham City known as the Designer. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Those shoes do not match those pants or that shirt. I'm going to design you something, and while you're naked in the changing room, I'm going to steal your... I'm going to rob everything from you. (laughs) (laughs) That that fashion sense is a crime. <laughs> I'm the designer. Uh, he's a mysterious master criminal, and new villain will take on the task of assembling Batman's rogues to commit the quote-unquote the perfect crime. Uh. Ahead of Batman 91, the designer will enact his plan in Batman 90, putting Batman at odds with his beloved Catwoman. Um, apparently, uh, this is a quote. I loved writing the stories for Batman Eternal, Detectives Comments, and even Batman slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But my desire to tell a Batman story, one focusing solely on Bruce Wayne instead of the ensemble, is what drove me back to the Batcave, he said in a statement when his appointment when his appointed to Batman was announced. Uh, I want to dig deep into the Bat himself and tell an epic story that pushes him to his absolute limits. Don't they always say that? Yes. Um, it's going to be an average story of, of just it's mediocre. Gonna be like, it's going to be like, uh, you know what, I, I want to push him to his balance. No, what I'm going to do with Batman is I'm just going to have him, you know, Batman takes a vacation. <laughs> What's life like if Batman, he, if Bruce didn't dress up as Batman for one night? Would the world really end? Maybe, you know, maybe not. We're going to, we're going to, maybe Batman wants to catch up with the Mandalorian. <laughs> Find out that he's a big baby Yoda fan. 
Loves that little kid, and he just wants to sit there and binge watch it for a weekend. Gotham PD can actually handle the crime <laughs> he's, he's for like sick. a month. You know, like, What's on TV? Oh, look at that baby Yoda. I can binge watch that. The police be following out me for a day. <laughs> Ooh, Friends Marathon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's like, I want to deep, in, deep into the bat himself and tell an epic story that pushes him to the absolute limits. I want to tell a Batman story like the kinds I grew up loving one that embraces the horror and gothic elegance of Gotham and dives deep into Batman's greatest villains. <sighs> Batman 91, um, oh, uh, oh, to save Gotham City, Catwoman, this is the synopsis of 91, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Catwoman will have to commit the greatest heist in the city's history, but hot on her trail are the Penguin, the Riddler, and a horde of assassins, and the master criminal called the designer and the most dangerous person standing in her way is the man she's trying to save Batman and what complications will his will this arise from his new sidekick Harley Quinn alright um comments thoughts <laughs> hey hey it's, it's just it just gets worse and more I mean Oh, that's, I don't know. the best way I could say this is they're out of ideas <laughs> to like like let's team up like Harley Quinn you know Joker's former henchman you know henchwoman you know and and him and you know and we'll have wacky, all wacky adventures together and it's just like it's been done like 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 you're 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 bringing do you think something exciting and new to the series and it's like they did it in like the animated series like you said like in all those other right. iterations so you go so it's not something new, you, you know, and you're like, okay, you're going to have like what, a few run, maybe like a year run of it or two. And then it's right. I and, think. Yeah. And I mean, then, if that, you know, and then, and that's the thing, like how long would it last? And I'm like, like, and, and it's just like, you go, well, she's a villain and she's like, she helped Joker over and over again. Like, right, like, she's... like that's all forgiven. Like, like all of a sudden, like now, like, like right. But I kind of always feel like when it comes to Harley Quinn, they, try to take the female Deadpool version of her. Yeah. It's like, okay, she's wacky. She's crazy. She's off balanced. Um, some would say that she's always been that way. Some people say that Joker brought that out of her. You know, the whole, they, they redesigned her backstory a couple times. Right. Um, I, more so, I think that would probably happen is that the reason why she teams up with Batman is for something personal because she wants something out of it. I don't see it. I can't see. I see Harley Quinn maybe once showing up at the Batcave to go. Gee, this place is huge. I remember that giant card, like you know, something stupid like that. But I don't know. I don't think they would have the balls to make her find out. Her, you know, like all of a sudden she finds out that Bruce Wayne is is Batman. That that would be like a sidekick is one thing, but a partner is different. Yeah, you know, like Dick. You know, Dick Grayson, um, Jason Todd, they were all partners. They weren't sidekicks to me because he knew the bat, you know, he, he knew them personally outside of the, the Cape and Cow. Right. So I always kind of feel like Harley Quinn, like, yeah, he knows her and knows who she is and all that stuff. But he'll never be able to trust her. He might be able to trust her for a little bit because their, their goals might align. But I don't think he'd ever really be like, "Yeah, come back to my place." You know, we're gonna have we're gonna have pizza night. You know, <laughs> well, it's just it's just like it's one of those things. Like, I think sometimes they think characters could, should, should like 
cross that line and, and go over to the other side. Like, you know, like Ar- Harley Quinn was a bad character, but everybody loves her so much. So let's make her a good character. Yeah, right. Let's soften her up. Yeah. And you go, is is that really going to work? Like, is that like some people like, like, are like, uh, like at first they'd be like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then they read it and they go, this totally blows, you know, because it's I, like. Well, I think the thing is, the problem is you need to be able to sell um, comics. Yeah. So if you make Harley Quinn a bad guy, she can only, she, can she have her own comic book? Because if she has her own comic book as a villain, she's always going to be thrown in jail by the end of that episode. Or she's always going to be trying, she should never be able to get away with it. So over time, what they did was they, they gave, they made her give up her life of crime. She moved away from Gotham. She was actually in, I think, Hoboken, New Jersey for a while, mm-hmm. you know, she became uh, now. I don't know if this is even current information anymore because I haven't read a comic book in ages. It seems like um, they had her join a uh, what do you call it a roller derby team, and they were full of wacky characters. And at, every once in a while, they had this thing it was Harley Quinn's Little Black Book, where every month she'd be teamed up with another superhero or another person. It'd be kind of like a buddy comedy episode. Mm. Like there's one with her and Wonder Woman. And there's, you know, like you, you can have those kind of episodes, sure, but as an overarching story, probably not. Like you can't make her, like she had her own wacky adventures and it was always about like, she was the anti-hero that was always getting into trouble to save her friends. You know, like, oh, well, we're in trouble. Harley will step in and have to kick some ass because there's somebody who's worse than her that she needs to stand up for her friends. So I have to go beat this street t- this, this street gang up because they push this little old lady down who's my neighbor, mm. who I like. So she becomes this anti-hero. But ultimately, if you threw her in with the other bad guys, she'd probably still be just as bad or tame now just because you softened her up yeah you know yeah like it's it's she's because they want to sell because she's a popular character they want her to have her own storyline they want her to have her own comic book so that way people will buy it so she can generate an income but you can't do that you can't sustain that character as a villain for too long i mean even when they tried to do with joker it was always you know joker's arkham asylum where he would introduce another story he was kind of like the Crypt Keeper for a little while. Or he would be just a bad guy. And mm. after a while, I'd be like, okay, it would, you would have to like a six-story arc. Yeah. And at the end, he, he has to lose. He can't win. You can't let the bad guys win because if the bad guys win, it's like then your hero suffers. You know, Batman's always supposed to be the best. He's always supposed to come overcome. And if you have him at the end of a, let's say, six-issue run and Carly Quinn gets away with it or Joker gets away with it, it's like, well, what's the story here? That the one time Joker wins? Yeah. Like, and he didn't kill him? Like, you know, it's just, it, or the one time Harley Quinn wins? Like, you could have her be bump heads with Catwoman. You can have her bump heads with Ivy. It's just, I don't, I don't think she'll ever be a hero hero. Yeah. But I also don't, it's like, I don't know how, maybe I'm like, here's issue number 90. Oh, 91. Maybe I'll buy it just to kind of peruse through it, see what they do. See how far it runs, you know. See what the, all about this is. Just because I'm interested, I'm tempted. I know there's a couple storylines that I haven't read that are now in graphic novel form right. that I want to pick up just to be able to try to get back in. Or maybe I'll. I have a nook. Maybe I should read it. Yeah, I can never read a graphic novel in a nook. <laughs> it just never feels the same. 
Anyway, that's all I got, Ed. Okay, sounds great. All right, so uh, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, uh, no, I just wonder if we're going to... This might be the last show of the year, or...? Um, probably would be the end of the show, last show of the year, only because I'm trying to think um, this Sunday is... Well, next Sunday, the 22nd, I think I'm working. Okay. But it's also um, the first night of Hanukkah. Yes. Uh, so I have, you know, my family and I, I celebrate... I. I dance between two worlds, Ed. I celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. Because Hanukkah starts that Sunday, I don't know if we're going to be getting together, the family, my family, my sister, my nephews, yeah. and, and my my family, Stacy and I, right. if we're all going to get together Sunday night, or and then get together on Christmas, when wouldn't it just be smarter just wait a couple of days and just meet on Christmas? There you go. You know, like, since we do Christmas in both, and Hanukkah is eight nights, not just one, so it's kind of like, well, if you can wait like three days, four days, we'll be over and we can all, here's your Hanukkah and Christmas gifts and it'd be a big present fest and then we can call it a night. Yeah. You know, and you so, have off, so it makes And sense. I have off that day, you yeah. know. Uh, so I'm like, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. I, I don't know. I have to see how, um, I think um, I might be working that day too. Because, okay. uh, and I know, but the store's hours have extended yeah, because it's like the last final push to get those get those sale dollars in. So, like most stores, we're open an hour early and open an hour later. But that would require me if I work on a Sunday, be there from nine a.m. to ten thirty at night. That's unreasonable, unfathomable, and quite honestly, not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to kind of split up the 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 duties of. If I said do, <laughs> you know, so I might be getting out early anyway, just because I I don't, I don't know, I really All don't right. know, but right, well. it might be, it might not be. You'll just have to tune in to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what though, next show we will definitely have a review on the uh, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, we might have like some Christmas stories or Hanukkah stories or New Year stories. Yes, because I know uh, I'm off for three days over the course of the New Year. Uh, ah, yeah, that's right. Three day weekend for Sean. Uh, ah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Talk about. Uh, three days of sleeping after this long holiday. Of, what do you mean you're out of that? Uh, we've been selling it for a week. I don't know why you're. Why are you coming now? Why are you coming now? We, we, I even, I even saw you last week, and I told you that day that the next day it was going to be a big giant sale, and here you are, a week later, scratching your nuts, going, "Why don't you have this?" Because I told you to come in the next day, not the next week. <laughs> anyway, so if you don't hear from us, you have a happy holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the happy holly jolly holiday, whether you be, whether it be Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. What else do they celebrate this time of year? Uh, winter solstice. Right, yes, for all you druids. Yes. For all you old yeah. school, uh, you know, earthers. Um May your, may the, well, anyway. May the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. Adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what you're supposed to go, uh, drop it out. You're supposed to take your cue. But I guess we have, it it would be unbecoming of us if you haven't already, like, God forbid this is your first show, um, to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A, 
W.A. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! My DM says you're a dweeb. May the Schwartz be with you. That's how you end it.